Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you'd be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. I want to ask you today, what is the greatest gift you have ever received? If somebody is to ask you, what is the greatest gift you have ever received? We are in this uh, season of Christmas, and um, I want us to really look into this wonderful gift of God to us. In John chapter 3, every believer should know that, and I think every unbeliever also to know that also. John 3 is this very wonderful classical a verse of scripture, John chapter 3, verse uh, 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him, that means whosoever receives that gift of God to the world, which is Jesus Christ, will not perish, but have everlasting life. The power of a gift when it is received, when God gives a gift and we receive it, it makes a mighty, tremendous impact in our life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him or whosoever receiveth Jesus will not perish, but have everlasting life. What is the greatest gift you have ever received? And what has been the impact of that very gift? Gift and its impact. And that's what I'm sharing with you today. Gift and the impact of the gift. And um, in fact, in James' gospel, James chapter 1, uh, verse 17 says, uh, it says that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good gift, every perfect gift, that means gift that actually brings a mighty positive change in our lives. And in um, the book of Isaiah, chapter 9 in the Old Testament, we can see how the gift of Jesus was prophesied. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. A son is given. The gift of a son. The gift of the son of God. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Gift and the impact of the gift. What gift have you ever received and how did that change your life? Everyone that receives Jesus Christ, the Bible says, will not perish, but will have everlasting life. What a difference a gift can make in our lives. 
And uh, we hear of this gift of Jesus. We also have received the gift of the Holy Spirit. I remember when Christ, I received the gift of Jesus. I received the gift of salvation, the gift of forgiveness. It made a mighty impact in my life. It changed everything about me. I also remember the gift when I received the gift of the Holy Spirit. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I began to pray in other tongues. I mean, I can't imagine, I can't describe the impact when I received Christ, the impact when I received the gift of the Holy Spirit. It brought a tremendous change in my life. When I received Christ, I was born again, and a lot of things changed. But then when I received the gift of the Holy Spirit, it was a whole different new dimension in my life. What gifts have you received since you believed? And in this life, we can see that God gives us not just the physical world. God gave us the physical world. All we have on this earth, the sun, the moon, the oceans, the mountains, the hills, the diamond, the gold, the silver and the oil, the hills and the valleys, the oceans, the fishes, all the natural creation is the gift of God to you and I. But he didn't just stop there. He also gave us the spiritual. He gave us his son. He gave us the Holy Spirit. He gave us the Bible. God gave us this amazing and wonderful, Bible call it unspeakable gift. And uh, he gave us the, the natural, the, the material world. He gave us the spiritual world, the gift of his son, the gift of the Bible, the gift of the Holy Ghost. He also gave us the gift of pastors and preachers and men of God and the body of Christ. In fact, if you remember there, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, in 1 Corinthians, and it says these words, chapter 12 and verse 13, it says, uh, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink of, into one spirit. By one Spirit, by the Holy Ghost, you and I are baptized into this mystical body of Christ. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, we've all been made to drink into one spirit. One spirit. We are baptized into one body. In Ephesians chapter 4, and it says this word, it says in verse, uh, in verse uh, uh, 4, it says, There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called into one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. What an amazing blessing. You can be there where you are in Russia in Siberia, in Ukraine, in Moldavia, in America, in Africa, in Asia, in China, in India. And by the work of the Holy Ghost, you and I are baptized into one body, the body of Christ. We become one in Christ, baptized into one body. You can sit there by your computer or by your TV or by your a microphone, I mean by your iPhones or iPad, and you can say, oh, who is that black guy called Festus? Who is preaching there from Prague? Who is the, the pastor of OSC? Who is that guy over there? I don't even know who he is. He's, I don't even know. He's so far away. I don't even need to give him my time or attention. But that's the mistake. If you are in Christ, if you are born again, if you received Christ, received the Holy Ghost, we are all baptized into one body. You are nearer to me than you can imagine. 
I am close to you than you can ever imagine. I am actually your brother in Christ. Whether you know that or not, we are all baptized into this one mystical body of Christ. So you are my brother, I am your brother. You are my sister, I am your brother. This is the fact of the matter. By one Holy Ghost, by the act of the Holy Ghost, the moment you believed in Jesus Christ, we were all drawn to this mystical body of Christ, the spiritual body of Christ. And so, talking about this gift of God, God giving His Son, God given the Holy Spirit. God given us the universe. God is a giver. Everything God has is forgiven. He gives us heaven. He gives us righteousness. He gives us peace. He gives us joy. And He gives us also the gift of one another. In fact, if you know, I don't know, uh, you, did not, you did not choose your mother. You didn't choose your brother. You didn't choose your father. There are some things that God gave to you that you had no choice about. I was not asked, oh, who would you like to be your mother? Or who would like to be your father or your brother or your sister? I didn't have any choice about it. Neither did you. These are things that God gave to us. God gave you a mother. God gave you a father. God gave you a brother. God gave you a sister. You had no choice about it. You didn't have to vote for it. It was just the gift of God. So God not only gave us Christ and the Holy Ghost and the Bible and the Word, but also He gave us natural people. He gave us a person. And there are people that God brings us in contact with when we were saved. Also, people He gave us as natural brothers, mother, father, uncles. You had no choice. You did not choose where you will be born or which family you will be born into. This was all by the choice of God alone. And here in the book of Acts, we see a man called Saul of Tarsus. He was sent by the high priest to go to Damascus to, you know, to arrest the Christians and imprison them and kill them and bring them bound to Jerusalem. On the way to that very place, something happened to him. The, the Lord appeared to him and he was saved but he became blind in acts chapter 9 we see that uh, god had to send somebody to him acts chapter 9 and in verse um, uh in verse 16 and there was a certain disciple at damascus named ananias and to him said the lord in a vision ananias and he said behold here i am and the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Strength, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and has seen it in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him, that he might receive his sight. Then Ananias answering, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he had authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel. Unto me, to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. So here in the city of Damascus, all the Christians were fearing and panicking, expecting that when this man 
will come. This Saul will come to Damascus. Many of them will be killed, arrested, bound in chains. And now, this disciple Ananias did not know what happened on the, by the gates of Damascus. What experience Saul had had, an encounter that changed his whole life. Now he was blind. Now he was in a home. And God had to appear to Ananias and said to him, go to this man, go to this home, this house, this address. That Saul of Tarsus that you are afraid of, that was coming to arrest you, bind you, kill you, now is a changed person. He is praying. He is seen in a vision. You coming to him and praying for him. Well, you can imagine Ananias say, oh Lord, <laughs> please find somebody else and send this guy. is terrible. Well, he obeyed God. In verse 17, and Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou comest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales, and he received his sight and fought with arose and was baptized. God sending Ananias. To Saul of Tarsus, who just a few days ago was coming to kill people like him. In these last days, we must escape, we must expect mysterious divine connections. God connecting you to people that you never imagined in your life could ever be a brother or be a sister. God linking you to people that you, He wants you to work together with for the end time harvest. I'm believing God today. That even as you are watching me today, I am believing God for between now and January to give me a thousand friends, a thousand partners who will be naturally linked up with me for the work of the ministry. One thousand. All through my life and how I got to you today was by supernatural divine connections. God bringing people into my life and bringing me into people's lives. This is how the kingdom of God works. Just as you didn't choose your father or mother or brother or sister, but God made a choice for you. I believe right now as you are watching me, God may be walking in your heart to say, join this black man for the work of the ministry. I am believing God for, I've told the Lord, the Lord already, for a thousand persons who will write, who will call, whom God will move in their hearts supernaturally. And they will know beyond all doubt that I am to join this man who to me naturally may be a foreigner. I don't understand his language. He doesn't have the kind of color of skin that I have, but I know deep down in my heart, I am to be a part of what this man is doing. I am believing God for one thousand of you today. And you may be Listen to this message today. It is not by accident. God is choosing you to be one of those 1,000 who will be a part of my life and ministry. This is how God has done in my life all through the many years. I remember my manager there in Africa years ago, the Lord told me, this man is going to work with you. <laughs> I laughed. I, when I even told him, he, we all laughed. I remember there in, in America those years, God would tell me, he showed me, Danny, don't know where. He said, you and this man are going to work together. I said, how can that be? Ricky, this man and you are going to work together. All through my life, God bring people to me and link me up. with. I remember Steve Kirkpatrick. How God told me, in 19, it was 1990, the Lord appeared to me in Cameroon and said to me, 
I'm going to take you to check as a missionary, and you're going to meet an American missionary who will take you from Prague to USA in 1994 September. We met mysteriously, wonderfully, and that's how I got to USA. That's how all the miracle in America was birthed, by God linking me to somebody. I never know. He's from a different part of the world. We met here in Prague. I never tried to force my way into him. It all happened by divine connections. Today, for 24 years, we are still like this as friends. Years ago, I was telling, some, I was telling Steve about some friends I have in the Caribbean. He, was, he said, how did you meet them? I said, well, the same way I met you. And we all laughed because he knew how we met. I am meeting you today through this TV broadcast. And I am believing for a thousand of you all over the world. Most of the guys God gave to me, they're not black people. They don't have the same skin I have. They don't know English. I don't know their language. I was in Italy preaching. And the Lord gave me a couple there. They don't even understand what I'm saying. But they say, deep down in our heart, we know we are to connect with you. This is how the kingdom of God works. God links people up. I thank God, 1993, September 7th, 4 a.m. in the morning. I was fasting and praying here in the city of Dobrich, here in Prague, in, in Czech Republic. And Christ appeared to me and showed me my wife, covered her face, and gave me the name of the university where she was studying in, in Nigeria. I did, he covered her face and said, when she gets finished with her study, I'll let you know who she is. Before I came to this country, I had a vision. God showed me a group of people who will work with me in ministry. I didn't know. They are in the different part of the world. I don't know their language. They are all of them white people. How can this be? By divine connection. I pray that you don't resist the thug of God in your heart. In this end time, God will connect you with people that you never know. Never can imagine will you ever meet in your life. This is how the kingdom of God works. Salvation came because God linked you with his son, Jesus Christ. What a difference he made. Look at the guy that is walking with me here in the studio, Lukash Hayek. It's all by divine connection. There's no natural way we could ever meet. But by that connection, we have this studio today. And we are preaching this gospel to you, not because we were, we were from the same color of skin, the same race, the same language, or we even, not even liked each other naturally. No, not even because of natural like. It is by divine connection. I am believing God today for a thousand persons whom God will supernaturally connect with me for the sake of his kingdom to spread his word all over the world. You may say, well, this guy is not from my, he doesn't speak my language. I don't even know what he's saying. I don't even like it. I can't. Oh, yeah, but God is doing something in your heart and in your mind. Today, call, write, send an email. Just say, yes, I want to be a part of that 1,000 friends and partner of divine connection. I believe God is touching my heart today to join this guy. And I may even not like him much, but I believe God wants me to be a part of his life and ministry and work, to be a helping hand, to help him preach this word of God to the ends of the earth. There are many people to choose from, but God has ordained that you will be that one who can join with me in such a time as this. We have a, a telephone number there. It is uh, all going to be in Russian, in English. Email in Czech. Check us on Facebook. Send us an email today. Even send us an email even in Russian. We have uh, people here who can translate them for you 
and we can stay connected and see what God can do together in the years ahead. By one Spirit of God, we are all drawn together into the same body, the body of Christ. One faith, one baptism, one Holy Spirit, one Father, one love, one blood of Jesus Christ. And we are headed in the same one direction, destination, heaven. In this side of heaven, one of the biggest gifts God can give to you and me is a gift of one another. They are in the book of Mark, chapter 9. In the New Testament, we read a very powerful story. Mark chapter 10. That's right. Chapter 10 of Mark. And uh, it says these words. They were asking him here about issue of divorces. Uh, in Mark chapter 10 from verse 1, it says, And he arose from thence and cometh unto the coast of Judea by the farther, farther side of the Jordan. The people thought unto him again, and as he was wounded, he taught them again. And the Pharisees came unto him and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife, tempting him? And he answered and said unto them, What did Moses command you? And they said, Moses commanded to write a bill of divorcement and to put her away. And he answered and said unto them, for the hardness of your heart, he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of the creation of God, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Look at that. <laughs> he said, what God has joined together. Let not man separate. Many times when we speak that word, we talk about the issue of marriage. Husband and wife, God joined the man and the one together, they become one flesh. But do you know that it's not just only made for husband and wife? It is made of div divinely ordained human relationships. What God joined together, it's not just God, God didn't just bring you and your wife together. God also brought you and your son together. You and your daughter together. You and your mother together. And maybe through this gospel, God is bringing you and me together in Christ. So whatever, whatever God joined together, let not man separate. We are in the end time. Satan is working so hard to break that divine connections, that links, because the devil knows the power of these divine connections. The devil knows that if you and I can learn to walk in love and respect and keep and maintain and uphold as sacred these divine human connections, he knows that the power of his kingdom will be destroyed. When God wants to bless you, he brings a man to your life. When God wants to bless you, he brings a woman to your life. We are all sustained in this life by those people that God brings into our lives. And if we can respect and preserve and keep those people that God brought into our life and maintain it by love, we are being edified. I have tried all my life to make sure I am not the reason for breaking away from somebody I know and believe God brought into my life. I believe today that God is bringing you and me together for the work of his kingdom in this end time. And what God joined together, let not man separate. 
Today we are, people are separating because of color of skin, language, distance, and all kinds of reasons. Race, racism, the devil is walking over time. Even in churches, even among believers, even among Christians, we are not respecting and preserving this divine bond where God bringing us together by the power of the Holy Ghost, bringing us together by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I have tried in all my life to make sure I am not the reason why our relationship is broken apart when we know it was the almighty God that brought us together in his son, Jesus Christ. You and I must respect and protect these sacred divine connections. What God have joined together, let not man separate. Let's not allow the devil and the enemy. Let's not allow all these things to begin to separate us, our own flesh, our own pride, our own arrogance. We use all kinds of reasons and excuses. People break away from church, break away from their relationship, break away from their husband, break away from their family. Children break away. I mean, all kinds of chaos. The devil is tearing at the fabric of the human relationships to destroy us. We must fight hard to make sure we do not allow the devil to destroy this human bond which God brought together. When God came to Ken, he said to Ken, where is your brother Abel? And he said, oh, should I care about Abel? Oh, that is happened day after day after day. When Saul was saved, he needed Ananias. After he was saved and received the Holy Ghost and was baptized, he needed, he needed Barnabas. God sent Barnabas into his life to bring him out to disciples in Jerusalem. Yes, he was in Azotus. Barnabas had to go there and bring him out to Antioch. From then, they joined together in a team. And with that team, they sent the gospel to the Gentile world. When Colonus was in his home praying, God sent an angel to link him up to Peter, through whom he would hear the word of salvation. He had to link Colonus to Peter. Without that human link, nothing could happen. There's a limit of what angels can do. There's a limit of what God can do on his own from heaven. God needs us as humans. And God want to join this person, that person, to bring that grace connection there, to make, bring in the blessings of the end time. The same way the devil operates. When the devil wants to ruin you, he will bring a person to your life. He will bring a person that will teach you how to be on drugs, how to deceive, how to kill, how to steal, how to hurt, how to kill. And this is how the devil operates. And God operates on the other opposite. He brings people to our life to make us, to bring, make us a blessing to one another. Today, may the Lord link you and me. May the blessings of this divine connection rest upon you and rest upon me. I release God's power upon your life. Heal, Jesus. Heal and fill with your power right now. Bless my brother. Bless my sister. Bless my partner in Christ Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner. 
meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.